Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Friday, August 3. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I am Chief at the Oliveira. Let me pray for the end of this week and uh, preparation for Sabbath as well and tomorrow for community as well. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for this text. I want to thank you for uh, today, for uh, everything that we're going to put into this and uh, our conversation. I ask the Lord for your spirit to guide us. Be with us also, Lord, for uh, tomorrow as well as we gather for our churches and our community wherever we are. And uh, may the insight actually give impl- application and, uh, and transformation in our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're back to English Standard Version yes. for the last time this week. Romans 6, 1 through 14. Dead to sin, alive to God. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourself to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law, but under grace. All right. Our final question for today, uh, for this week actually, is this. How can you fight against being an instrument of evil in yourself and in the world around you, how can you fight against being an instrument of evil in yourself and in the world around you? Oh, what a good question. So that this is what I call being the architect of your own destruction. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right? And the destruction of those yeah, around you. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because I think that everybody would probably agree that they do not want to be this thing. That we don't want to be evil around ourselves. Yeah. The or, architect of your yes. own destruction. Mm-hmm. And you generally don't want to cause trouble for other people unless you're just that kind of a person um, but is it in the it's one of the batman movies michael Caine says what does he say i don't know which one which one some men just want to watch the world burn oh yeah or something like <laughs> yeah that, i like right? that i like that so i think there are some people who don't really care but if, if we're talking about normal people who are not sociopaths i think most people would like to live lives of peace and happiness and bring good things to those around them and to themselves. So how do you fight against the evil in yourself? 
Mm. And in the world around you. Yeah. I mean, those are two very contrasting, two very different areas, right? So there's the evil around us and there's the evil that's actually going on in ourselves. And how do we fight against being that kind of thing that actually is? Well, and what is the evil inside of us? I mean, what yeah. does it consist of? What are the ways in which people usually go wrong? Well, and they're well, usually matters yeah. more of um, probably not willful evilness as weakness hmm. and giving into things that you shouldn't have. Well, later on, Paul's going to talk about this thing, and, and he's going to bring up, and I think we'll we'll get into that whole area of like. Oh, later on, you mean like in chapter seven? Yeah, but but I mean even chapter the mythical where chapter. All good but I think I think that's interesting is that the idea when you think of even just about like the Ten Commandments, and you think about the progression of growth inside them, and and how we we kind of process through them, but when we get to covetousness. Uh, that's actually one of those that's just very plain and straightforward and yet is one that we could even talk ourselves out of. Um, and so yeah. I think it's about talking, not talking yourself out of evil. Yes, and also, right? well, it's interesting because you sometimes, well, I'll think about it this way, that all a person has to do if you go with the philosophy of one day at a time, mm-hmm. you only have to live one day in which you just don't do anything monumentally stupid. Yeah. But somehow people kind of incrementally make series of choices that lead to they relatively bad outcomes. Right. Because it's we not as if you choose yeah. that you're going to be in this situation. Well, and I think that's know? because we don't stop enough to reflect on the day to with think, God. Okay, how's this going? Mm-hmm. What trajectory am I on? And what I think direction is this behavior taking me in? Am I moving closer to being a heroin addict or am I moving farther away from that? Yeah. I mean, moving closer to getting control of how I spend money or am I getting farther away from that through what I've done today, et cetera, you know, just things that people I think it's just a fact that, that everybody has, like, you know, what's that famous uh, saying where the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? Yeah. You've got all these ideas of what you're going to do tomorrow, Yes. right, but and not you today. want to, yeah, today have one last. Yes. Well, that kind of takes me back to, in a way, I think what was baked into what Icky was talking about or asking about even on Sunday is I think there's this idea I was wondering about this that we think of um, sinfulness as being something that we like and something that Mm -hmm. we want to stay in and that we don't want to have to give that up Mm -hmm. that we the reason that it's so difficult to bury this you know person who's died Mm -hmm. is that you like the person and the thing I was even thinking this it was one of the translations that was talking about moving to a new country yeah, And I thought, well, I don't know whether Paul was just the kind of person who picked up and went very easily and fit in places, but I found any time I've moved to a new country or a new state or a new city, I always miss the place that I've left, sometimes for a very long time. Well, you don't just shake it and start afresh and become this new person. And I think it's the same thing with if you're leaving this person behind, there's a part of that person that you like and that you probably should like. Then you have to figure out which part of you do you take with you and which part of you do you not. I, I, you know, it's interesting because I was just talking to uh, a new person who's coming to our church and, and they were just telling me that they've just moved into the into the state and they didn't realize because, you know, they moved all over the place. They didn't realize just how difficult it is to move. And oh. they thought, they, you know, moving is just so easy for them. They're so adaptable. So and why now, do they suddenly think it's hard? I don't know. And it's just How some, old are uh, they? I wouldn't say, okay. yeah, but, but, uh, 
because uh, too many clues. But but it's okay. interesting that that um, this is an epiphany moment for them because suddenly it just hit them um, that you know the the transition is big. Some places just, are harder to move to than others. Yeah, it some is. Some communities are harder to break into. Some then, involve bigger adjustments. I'm thinking Definitely. about what you said about what Icky said on Sunday, and he made me think about Mark's question earlier last week. That where he, I think he brought up the question was something along the lines of. Um, where we like sin and we we think we're going to miss out on something. Do you remember that? It was yeah. Like, I, I, it was just a good question. It was just uh, something along those lines. And I wonder whether this ties into this whole thing here where we are, we are scared to fight against being an instrument of evil because we have a fear of missing out for FOMO. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, it kind of makes me laugh because it makes me think about people who have certain... Um, mental disorders i guess don't like to take their medication thinking yeah. of people who are bipolar for instance yeah. they don't like to because they feel like that takes away the part of them that that is kind of fun and smart and oh yes genius you yeah. know and it replaces that with this sort of boring dead person and it's difficult um, and they don't realize that that the thing that they think is good about them is the thing that's destroying them well, and it's difficult when they, when they have been taking medication and they and they come off it and they they come and explain, you know, like, I don't need that anymore. I don't need it. Yeah, I'm fine. It's difficult. It's like, eh. And I think we're probably in similar denial about sin that we think, you know, we think that our quirks, as maybe we call them, are the interesting mm-hmm. things about us mm-hmm. and that we don't necessarily recognize the extent to which those are not positive things. They're not particularly funny or charming. I think that... Like being a drunk, you know, and thinking that you're... Funny. You're the life of the party and you don't realize and you may that, not be. no, you're actually embarrassing yourself and ruining everything for everyone. Yeah. I think that it's interesting that if we, again, back to this idea that we had earlier in the week about just taking a little bit of time for self-reflection with God and asking yourself about who we really are and what is it that we, we're missing here. I was talking to this guy, again, another chap, and I was just saying to him that, one of the most difficult things with sin is that, for, is that you, you will toil the land, and when you toil the land, you still will produce nothing, <laughs> and, and it's frustrating, but you will always keep on producing and keep on toiling the land. And this is part of the, the case of sin um, that Adam had that's been passed on because we were looking at the text from last week uh, in Romans 5. And, and yet this is part of the struggle of what we have today is that we we kind of we see ourselves in this kind of like spiral and we don't want to admit that we actually are in a spiral. So if we can just stop and stop today and just say to yourself, hey, I've got something and maybe the something I can do could change what I do in my world, my office, my school, my family. Let me let me address that rather than waiting for tomorrow, then do it today. And maybe not fighting. You know how yeah. you fight when you're drowning, that yeah. causes you to drown. Yeah. Maybe just kind of letting go a little bit and having some faith. Yeah. Maybe just enjoying and maybe actually just saying that you love somebody or uh, uh, embracing your kids. Not or, uh, clenching. Yeah. You know, to let yeah. go of the, the tendency to fight. Yeah. Forgive someone. Reconcile some way. I mean, mm. whatever it may be that you need to do, then think about that and uh, process that. So I'm going to read the question one more time. It's uh, how can you fight against being an instrument of evil in yourself and in the world around you today? Think about that. And tomorrow uh, we will connect again. Until then, live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, 
please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.